0: And now it's time for the Jambalaya with the Kingfish. The Jambalaya is sponsored by Guns and Gear, a proud sponsor of the Mississippi Scholastic Shooting Program that provides competition events for high schools across the state. Bring your student's gun to Guns and Gear for custom shotgun fittings, repair, and even complete restoration. They can adjust the length of the pool for your kids as they continue to grow. Guns and Gear, located on the corner of Yandale Road and Highway 51 in Gluckstadt. Follow them on Facebook for daily deals.
1: Welcome to the Jambalaya with the Kingfish. This week, we are in the sports hub of Mississippi with none other than Bo Bounds, founder of the Y'all Lifestyle, King of Sports in Mississippi. Thank you very much for appearing on the Jambalaya today. Man, glad to be here, Kingfish. Appreciate it, buddy. This has to be your favorite time of the year.
2: The silly season with the coaching carousel is awesome for our business, and you think now it's the uh, you know the biggest coaching carousel we've ever had in the history of college football with all the jobs. This is like like
1: your version of if it bleeds, it leads. You know, yes, tasteless, but it's true. Right. Um, What do you like about it right now?
2: Um. All right, LSU was open. They made a big boy hire. Southern Cal, I'll tell you what I like. I know LSU's going to no, win. No,
1: we made a big boy hire five, six years five, six years ago. Now we made a man hire.
2: Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, it, obviously, you hired a really good coach, yeah. right? Really, really good coach. But I, what I like about it is Southern Cal is going to get back in the game because Kingfish, when Southern Cal's good, it makes it more fun.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And Miami just committed $80 million to Mario Cristobal. Plus, they're going to do another, whatever, couple hundred million into the program. And college football is more fun when Miami is good, too. So, these are two programs on the East and West Coast that need to be at least pretty
1: damn good, right? You don't want college football to become where, like NASCAR once was, and it's kind of going back to it. was strictly a regional sport. Right. And there's a serious danger of that happening. I'm not a fan of Oklahoma and Texas coming to the sec because I don't think you should spend your whole season beating each other up and you wind up with a bunch of two lost teams trying to get into a playoff. And I'm sure, you know, the conference champ gets in, but I don't like that idea, but we need the Michigans and Ohio state. You need the rivalries. You need Southern Cal the USC to make things competitive. Yeah. And, but, but you, USC, I mean, the way the whole Lincoln Riley thing went down was very interesting. I. Uh,
2: Look, he has been recruiting out there nonstop in Los Angeles uh, for a while. He has pulled a bunch of players the last few years for Oklahoma out there because Southern Cal's been asleep, so has UCLA. And, uh, look, uh, obviously he liked it. And when they decided to get in the game at $95 million, that made him really like it. I mean, if they would have just dipped their toe in at Kingfish, he wouldn't; he'd still be at Oklahoma.
1: But let's see if they give him – what he needs to succeed are they willing to spend money on the facilities on the recruiting right there's a whole lot like
2: mike bone their athletic director that just committed the boosters and donors that just mm -hmm. committed this money are also going to commit to what you're referencing
1: and also staff oh yeah i mean that's a big difference in sec and elsewhere is in some of the other programs but okay you go spend what you need to on staff and I never thought I'd see the day where coordinators were getting over a million dollars a year. Did you?
2: No, and now over two million. But no, it's it's incredible. Brent Venables, who just took the Oklahoma job, was making two and a half plus million at Clemson a year. Yeah, it's incredible.
1: I mean, I remember when I
2: started doing this show, uh, my show, Out of Bounds, Uh in two thousand three, Saban was making a million bucks.
1: Yeah, in fact, when LSU hired him, I can. when Jackie Sherrill was hired by A and M,
2: it two hundred and fifty grand. No, no, times four. So was, he was the first. He
1: was first million dollar, million dollar coach, contract. and that was very controversial. Sure, but when Saban came, Emmert, the now NCAA president, was president of LSU, and Joe Dean. And I'm sure if you re- you listeners are getting a little bit too much of inside baseball here of LSU. So just bear with me; we're going somewhere else in a second. <laughs> but. Joe Dean was notorious for being cheap. I mean, this is a guy who bought out a losing Vanderbilt's Vanderbilt coach's contract, Jerry Donardo. Right, and he had tried to get Pat Sullivan first, and then and Saban was he impressed everybody, but it was too much money for Joe Dean. He's the corporate guy. He was right. a Converse. He's wanting to be going for the value. I mean,
2: yeah, no, he he was pinching said pennies.
1: Yeah. And look at the look at the nineties, <laughs> right? Yeah, Mike Archer, Jerry. DiNardo, I mean, 65, and Curly 67, Hullman. nothing, whatever it was by Florida on Saturday night. You know, Tiger Stadium was empty, but literally empty in the fourth quarter. You don't forget that is just like in the history of the program. That's the day of shame. Everybody think it's two thousand twelve against Bama in the BCS game? Uh, no, this is the real day of yeah. shame because you look in there and it's empty, and Spurrier's just romping all over. It was just horrible. That, that, that's the thing that just – and then, like I said, Saban came and – Nailed it. He, I mean, he nailed it. And you look at the staff he put together. I mean, the staff they had then, I mean, look at it now. He got back to Miami is watching them this week screw things up. I mean, they're telling Diaz, okay, you're fired, but we have a deadline on Cristobal, and if he – does not meet the deadline tomorrow, you're still the coach. Oh, by the way, we don't have an athletic director either. We're trying to negotiate with Radakovich over at Clemson, who should have been the athletic director at LSU years ago. But, of course, Louisiana, we can't help it. We screw that up. Oh, look, we had people who would stand up to Saban, believe it or not, on the board of Regents down there. It was just –
2: Well, Saban and Brian Kelly are not going to listen to any of that nonsense. They're going to do it their way, and they'll win. And that's why Sabin won, and that's why. Oh, right. One Kelly time,
1: Sabin, I remember at LSU, he was the first one who was really strict on closing practices. Sure. Which I don't blame him for. And Miles and other, a lot of other coaches now do that. You're not seeing what happens in practice on the message boards that night, you're not hearing about it on the radio. Right. I mean, Donardo, you'd sit there and just hear. Oh yeah, so and so was injured at practice today. These two coaches were arguing back and forth. I mean, you way too much. Saban right. comes in there, it stops. One guy who was on the committee who hired him, I'll tell you who it is when we're not live. Right. But we great guy, nice guy, and he gets on one of the message boards at night. Yeah, here's he got to, he would get to go to practice sometimes because of who he was. And he said, Yeah, here's a little bit of what happened it happened today. It really wasn't. It really was not anything. Really, didn't matter. Saban actually chewed his ass out. He didn't care because, and that's, I think, a problem a lot of programs run into. They're scared of hiring coaches who are bigger than them. who can t- And like JSU and Prime is another example. JSU has had a history of meddling in their football program sure. to the detriment of the program. Sure. I mean, Comedy was winning. Yeah. Remember uh, those days? That's a good point, absolutely. And what was it? Why'd they get rid of him?
2: Be- probably because he didn't do what the alums wanted.
1: Right. Exactly. Mary, he wasn't recruiting enough local players. Uh, mm. Have you noticed how when Prime does it now, they're all happy? <laughs> it's
2: all about winning, baby. <laughs>
1: no, Kamiji was winning, but Prime now, he's Well, going.
2: and, and it, once it's taken away from you, yeah, it's all about winning. And then, of course, he's such a big name and brand.
1: He can tell them to screw off. Oh, yeah, he doesn't. And go make even Just more like money. Just like
2: Brian Kelly. He's yeah. not going to listen. He'll run his program. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mario Cristobal will run his program. And um, that's he re- good. He
1: recruits Bikini Coach. That's I think the that's a
2: great question. Hope He'll have to surround himself with guys mm-hmm. that can do that. Yes, he is a big-time recruiter, man.
1: What is the impact of, of Dion Sanders on JSU? You know, we asked the whole that. Area. It's
2: funny you asked that. We asked that this morning on the Out of Bounds show. And um, – I don't know Kingfish. I think he he would have to stay for a while, and Dion's not. Um, excuse me, Coach Prime. Um I, I don't. I don't. I think you have to stay for four or five years. I'm happy for them. Maybe they can gain some momentum. Um, but the question is, he gets bored easily. So you've noticed when <laughs> when when is that is that going to happen? This month? Next month? Will he be back next year? Who knows? I mean, he's been looking around for jobs. It's a great story. They did a great job. I'm so happy they won the SWAC. Brought a lot of exposure.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Transfers they could never get. Yeah, yeah. He look. They they did
2: a good job, but does he become distracted again now that he's won? You know, is he going to keep his nose to the grindstone? Well,
1: they've had. Basically, two seasons in one year.
2: Yeah. I mean, they played a few games last, last winter, spring, spring,
1: and then they. Four? I think it was five or six. Okay. But it may, might have been four. And then you have a little bit of off time early summer, and then you go back into summer camp, then yeah. the full blown season comes. So, but we've had. They did a magnificent job. Magnificent job. Yeah. And we, so we've had within a year, one and a half seasons, let's just say that. Right. So, do you think the eight months, nine months of off season is going to be enough to hold them over or not? I would think he'll get dist- bored.
2: if you made me put some money on it he gets distracted and gets
1: bored or he might just he's got the star power he can start in the off seasons, like Saban does start leveraging advertising spend his time making more money elsewhere and still coach
2: yes but I think that's difficult to sustain winning if you're doing other things in the off season.
1: true true it's it, I think he's brought... I mean,
2: maybe they'll just out-talent everybody, Kingfish, okay, in the swack. But in, in where Saban swims and Southern Cal and Ohio State and all oh, yeah. these teams you and I are referencing, um, there is no time to get distracted, okay? Mm-mm. Saban and Brian Kelly and Kiffin and Leach and all these guys, you know, they'll stay in the saddle, so to speak. It. I don't think you can continue to sustain it if you're doing marketing, branding, advertising, commercials, da, 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 whatever in the heck. Prime, it's mm-hmm. welcome to do that. I think it's probably rubbed some people at J State wrong, but now that they've won it, you probably won't hear any of that.
1: Well, exactly. When Saban first came to Bama, Paul Jr. thought he could boss him around and nitpick and micromanage him a little bit, and he found out real quick he couldn't do that. Yeah. But back to Prime, though, it's just – it's been fun. It's a great story. It's been, been fun watching the impact on that program. Yeah. I wish the SWAC would it's, change things so they could compete in the AA playoffs. I, I'm with you, and I
2: don't know how that would look, but you know, does so all the other AA schools do it? Yeah, yeah.
1: Why did they? They used to. They used to like a long I, time no, ago. I,
2: Rob J has told me. Kingfish, and he would I, know. I, I can't remember. We've had him on several times this year because I love. I hearing I think him talk it comes down to time. how
1: their little championships are scheduled. Up. If I remember correctly, and I can be wrong, so listeners feel free to correct me. If I remember correctly, it was because something about their championship game, their season ended after the Double A playoffs started. Gotcha. There was a conflict there or something. I'd have to go back and look in some old newspaper articles, but I. Or, or maybe I should just ask the, ask the athletic director. <laughs> I mean, what a concept. But I think that's it. But it's a shame Like when they have really good teams, hey, let's see how y'all Make a do run. Against, against Absolutely. The
2: rest. Get in the first round, see what happens. Win your way through it, maybe. Because Dion may, may be putting that much talent on the field to actually make some noise in that playoff scenario that you're referencing.
1: Mm-hmm. What's the other impact you've seen him bring to JSU or to the area?
2: Well, first of all, bodies in seats and seats and excitement and people that people can check out and find something else to do in a hurry. So you have to bring everybody in. One, he was a name that got everybody excited. Then we had COVID. We had to stumble through sports a little bit. Obviously, the SWAC didn't have a season like the SEC and some other conferences until what we referenced. But this year, to have the first full season, you can tell that people are getting excited and the momentum is there. Um, I also like kind of how he's demanding some accountability. Meaning I just think, hey, let's run this program mm-hmm. in a big time professional way. Mm-hmm. And hey, he he went out and got money. I mean, he, he doesn't care about asking. The one thing I like about him, look, I I think a lot of his his stuff is is nonsense. But the one thing I like about him. Kingfish is he is not scared to ask for dollars. No. To make the program better. No. Which I'm hoping, not just for him to win, but for his kids to have a better experience. As long as he's there, he
1: can get corporate dollars. Yeah. Just because no, of there's, his There's power. a ceiling. Who he is. There, there's there's is, a ceiling.
2: There's a ceiling, and he may already be. I don't know. I know he went and got. He's gotten
1: them more than they have before. No question. My question is, last now, weekend? can he get the alumni to give? Once you win, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because I think that's one thing that's hurt JSU over the years is the lack, and a lot of schools have this problem, but alumni giving.
2: Sure, sure, you got to have that buy-in. Oh yeah, and once they started losing, as you said, uh, post-comedy, they just went through coaches. People just and, sent... and they
1: were going through him before him too. Well, I mean, no doubt, and, and, and I d- think it's
2: post-WC Gordon if you want to really. Well, go they kind of ran him, him off. R- yeah, and he
1: was a phenomenal coach that's what i'm saying they've had a history of and we've seen this other schools where the boosters the good old boys right old miss meddled and they didn't want somebody who was too good because then they could tell and bama went through that they always had to have one of their own so you'd see the deboses the shulas those type hired i mean because the people And one time the rumor mill back when it came up and one time before saban came parcells was interested in the job after he'd retired from pro football well but parcells if you remember steve sloan everybody talked about what a great job he did until he got to Ole miss but like at vanderbilt for example yeah there was one coach on his staff and that was a very young parcells and he was the only one who didn't go with him to Ole miss and we see how right. that turned out right it worked out for bill yeah but he was actually had put out some failures that's if i remember right from back then but you weren't going to have that bunch wanting someone like that because why barcells would have told them go jump in the lake sure which sabin has done before yeah and sabin knows he can get better jobs elsewhere and write his own check when, they leave him alone and now. when you have that kind of power i mean hey just get out of the way right you know but no it's, it's been fun seeing prom i think He brings a lot of street cred also with the athletes. I mean, they all grew up watching him on TV. They all know exactly who he is. Sure. So when he fusses at him or he says something, you know, they believe him. They believe in the guy. When he says, guys, I'm doing this because I love you, they believe it. I'm doing this because I care about
2: you. Super Bowl rings, and he's in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And
1: he can say, I can be on TV making more money than I am here, but I'm here for you guys. That carries weight. Black community, that carries weight with them. You're here for us. You're not selling us out, and I think they'll expect him to leave for bigger, better things one day, like Kiffin, for example.
2: Uh, you know, I just don't know what Deion Sanders. Um, it looked like he wanted the TCU job,
1: and he and he didn't get it. Um, I don't know. Do you King think Pitch. he's ready for a bigger coaching job like that? That's a big step up. Probably right there. not. Hmm.
2: I would think you would probably need to go G five, mm-hmm. and prove that you can grind it out. I mean, there's some really good G five jobs that are paying coaches a million, mm-hmm. two million plus, like Louisiana Lafayette. we just lost. Billy USL.
1: Napier. you They 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 will always be USL to me. Just like that school in Monroe will always be NLU. Yeah. Period. Well, we refuse to. I refuse to call them by their so-called university. Whatever they call it, crap.
2: Coach, <laughs> but you know, Coach Prime wants a better job. We'll see how we'll see how it plays out.
1: Yeah. Speaking of Kiffin, yeah, you've been a little surprised that nobody that he's not moved on with all the coaching carousels right now. Or do you think Oregon might make a play for him? What are, I, you, hear, what are you hearing?
2: I don't think I, I am. I guess somewhat surprised when you go ten and two mm-hmm. that he was not in in the mix for LSU. For Oklahoma, for Southern Cal, or Wood- for Miami.
1: Woodward and some of the other boosters, but Woodward, the word is, Moscona and others were saying this, that Kiffin was just off limits to them. They didn't want the drama, didn't want the baggage. And Kiffin, he's moved around so much. Right. He's kind of like the Larry Brown of college football. That's a good one. Oh, I mean, Larry, Larry Brown, Brown was a hell of a coach. coach. Every,
2: every two years he'd move.
1: Hell of a coach, though. Yeah, he is. I mean, didn't he win the title at Kansas? Uh, He did. Yeah, then the Pistons. Yes. And there's other teams he got to the finals. Sure. So the man can coach. Played under Dean Smith. But nobody, uh, Kiffin, nobody trusts the guy to stay put for long. They all think that the second he walks on campus, he's looking to better deal them for something else immediately. Yeah, I, and maybe that's not fair to him, but that's the perception of him.
2: I, look, and he just got a huge raise to seven point two million dollars. Per yeah, year. but I, he he would have taken the LSU. But supposedly that
1: contract was on the table for a month.
2: Miami job, Southern, you know, any of these jobs. But uh, he's done a great job at Ole Miss, mm-hmm. and um, now he's 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 losing a first round NFL quarterback. So we'll see how that looks. But uh, who's
1: going to replace him, um, Corral next year?
2: Uh, they're looking at a transfer out of Central Florida.
1: Why aren't they looking at Brennan?
2: Uh, they may look at Miles Brennan, they may they may look at
1: Spencer Rattler. The rumor mill right now is that supposedly Brennan's you may want to check this out for your show. Supposedly Brennan is enrolling at Southern down there. At Southern Miss? Yeah. Which I'm sorry, but the guy is an SEC caliber quarterback. Yeah. And he scares me over it, old Miss with Kiffin. I mean that guy well, when Lane he when he got hurt it. last year, he was setting records, passing records at LSU. I mean, sure. he is a pure passer. He's a good player. And believe me, a lot of fans who were bitching about him on message boards a couple of years ago were praying for him to get healed early this year, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> you got to love the mob. You got to love the I med- hope Miles, You got to love the message board mob, but I
2: hope Miles friend finds a spot, whether it's Southern Miss or Old Miss or whatever. And can uh can play a lot of football Mm -hmm. in his last year.
1: He's actually got, if he wants to use it, I think two years left. That's right.
2: With the COVID, everybody red shirt, if you wanted to.
1: But don't you get to a certain point in your life where...
2: You're ready to move on.
1: Yeah. You know, I've been in school forever. I'm in my 20s now. I'm kind of ready to move on. Yeah. You know, but like I said, him him under Kiffin just would scare the heck out of me because... Kiffin would know exactly what to do with them. You know, it's like giving Patton your latest best tank. Right. (laughs) No, man, look. Patton's going to have little diagrams and schemes drawn out. them in battle. That's exactly what Kiffin's going to do if he gets someone like that. Mm -hmm. You know, were you surprised by Kiffin doing as well as he has?
2: Well, Matt Corral's best player in America. Uh, We're in a down year in the SEC, and Lane took advantage of it.
1: Because mm-hmm. um, LSU Auburn, won't always be like
2: this Auburn, LSU, and Florida I know they didn't play Florida But hang on Auburn, LSU, and Florida All went 6-6 six and six, Kingfish mm-hmm. And Tennessee and A&M uh, Neither one of those won nine games So let's think of five programs That are all capable of winning LSU, right. mm-hmm. Auburn, Florida, Tennessee, A&M None of them won nine games None of them Three of them went 6-6 six and six.
1: Mm-hmm
2: and took advantage of it.
1: Yeah. Well, AM. Exactly what happened this year. And that's one reason a lot of people were resistant to hiring Fisher to LSU. And Scott Woodward just loves that guy for some reason. But if you look at his record at AM, except for a co- the COVID year, his record for what you're overrated. paying, it's been overrated so far. Yeah. Now he's got this great recruiting class comes in. Sure. Maybe he's getting it turned around. We, this is what we talk about
2: with Kirby Smart. Could be with Jimbo Fisher, too, Kingfish. Mm-hmm. Can they out-recruit their coaching? Yeah. You have to have a first-round NFL talent to do special oh, yeah. things. Georgia just realized that last Saturday. When Bryce Young was a thousand times better than Georgia's QB, who's a walk-on, Stetson Bennett mm-hmm. the fourth.
1: I did say it, but you might be right about that. No,
2: I mean, if you have a first—it's Kiffin. If you have a first-round NFL QB, mm-hmm. it masks your deficiencies.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean—
2: Joe Burrow, but Matt that nineteen But that
1: 19 team was pretty complete when you really look at it from top. Well, to
2: five. LSU's always gonna have top five talent. I, yeah. I I'm with you there. I mean they, they the, the personnel has never been the the problem. It's been the coaching yeah I mean Les Miles and Ed Ogeron are not good coaches, but L S U is such a monster that they played for three national titles and won two. So if you get a good coach like Sabin or Brian Kelly, you the expectations are hey, we've got as good a shot as anybody.
1: Mm-hmm. The state of college football today, we open up talking about Kelly in Oklahoma. What's amazing how much college football has changed in just two or three years. We've now gone to the, trans, the transfer portal. Right. We've gone to, what else has changed? The NIL.
2: Yeah, name, image, likeness.
1: Yeah. And then also the whole early sign-in date causing these coaching changes. I would submit Moving up the early signing date, putting in December as you've done, instead of waiting to fire a coach at the end of the season, now you almost have to do it in midseason and do what you're doing right now. And nobody's liking this. Okay, big gains left, and you have Oklahoma's coach jumping. You have right. Notre Dame's coach jumping. Nobody's liking this. No. Nobody. But I don't know. When if does someone there is- stand up and say, hey, we need to change something here?
2: Well, maybe move the signing day back to where it was originally. I mean, they still have it, but the main one is the early one. Right. To February 3rd. I, yeah, what great, do you think? Um, I mean, yeah, if they want to do away with the December 15th and, and keep it at February 3rd, maybe the ADs could slow play this a little bit more and you, not lose of, their
1: minds. Do you think it should?
2: Yeah, I, I like the idea of February 3rd. Here's the problem. Mm-hmm. Not the problem. He, he, the a lot of them are going to sign anyway, mm-hmm. because they want to graduate early and enroll January eighth. Understand, like Tua. Absolutely. So you're going to have that combo, right? And JUCOs are always if they can get out. That's always
1: been the case. Okay,
2: but JUCOs and now more and more kids can get out in December of their senior year. Mm-hmm. So, you know that that's still going to be out there too. But yeah, I'm, I'm great with moving with eliminating the December. But, other than what we're but you're
1: eliminating some of the pressure for these coaches coming out. Are these firings being made mid-season? Yeah, but I think, the the I think the horse is out of the carousel.
2: I think the horse is out of the barn.
1: Why? Why can't you push? Why can't you go back and push it back some? And there are people like I think Sansky or some of these others. They had warned when they moved the date, said you're not going to like what's about to happen. You don't realize it yet, but you're about. And, I'm with you. It you are know, right. It puts a lot of. But why can't you put that horse back on the barn? You can you change can. the rules. You may can. Mm-hmm.
2: And then you'll just have early it. Um, graduates, which you've always had, and JUCO, some, you've always had that, though, go and go ahead and sign in December.
1: Yeah. I think they need to move. I think they need to move it back. I think what's been happening lately this season, the last few weeks, I think it's bad for the sport, period. I like the way the NFL has their little deads period, like you can't touch the coaches till the season is over. And maybe we need to look at something like that. Because this is gonna get out of it's gonna get worse. It probably will. I mean, you know I mean, look at what Lincoln's doing was doing. He's recruiting Southern California the whole time, and now you gotta wonder the whole time, was he telling him all season long? You know, guys just sit tight and might be going over here, you know, or he's just
2: Well he doesn't have to tell me anything. He can just cultivate relationships with the people. Yeah, that's all I said. he that has to keep that pipeline on. warm. Right. And as soon as he flips pullovers from Oklahoma when, to Southern what he's Cal, doing, yeah. yeah. He still knows, you know.
1: Well, you know, Jeffrey, if I'm sitting here you know, say um, the Ohio State coach, and I'm looking at jump to say, Auburn one day, and I start suddenly recruiting Florida. Right. You know, then all of a sudden, boom, I switch over here. I mean, I can see where this starts getting a whole lot worse, and you're going to have well, there's, a lot more unethical behavior. It's all,
2: all is fair in love and war and recruiting.
1: Yeah, but like I said, the NFL does have some rules. Yeah. I mean, and there's a reason they have those rules, so you can't tamper, so you can't rate other coaches Coaching staffs. You can't screw with season like, because it's screwing with season. Because you had Notre Dame's coach looking at, you know, if somebody got upset this weekend, all of a sudden, sure. they're in the playoff. Mm. Yeah, that bothered me. I'll be honest. No, I, you know, I, understand. I think it bothers a lot of people. I could see that. Where
2: I'm probably immune to it because I do a three hour show every day. I understand. And so my theory here is it, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And you're right, unless it's adjusted with the signing mm-hmm. day and they eliminate the December one, mm-hmm. then we are where we are. Right. And if they do decide to eliminate it, mm-hmm. then maybe it'll slow down the firing hirings. Maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, the money is so it is only going to grow money, with the media rights. I mean, this
1: has gotten crazy. I know. I know, man. Do you think there will ever, in most industries when you have this happen, like one time back in the 90s, lawyer fees were, lawyer sure. salaries were just going out the yazoo. Well, the plaintiff stuff. I'm talking about like, forget Mississippi. I'm talking about like New York, oh, LA, gotcha. the big firms. Gotcha. All right. It was just no end in sight what, you know, rookies at a law school were commanding. Now, of course, they have having to work 80, 90 hours a week and bill 60 a week and all that good right. stuff, but that just comes with it. I don't know anybody over making over $60,000 a year who ain't working their ass off, do you? Uh, no. Everybody I know who makes good money works their ass off. Yeah. I know very few who are-
2: Or you have a model in
1: place that can throw off residual income. Everybody I know making good money, big money, they are working their- off and this is no exception but when do you see a correction do you think a correction will ever happen it's a great question um, and right, how would a correction happen
2: well that's a good question too so the the new media rights deal for the SEC and the Big Ten will only make them richer
1: mm-hmm.
2: so, so what do you think will happen the ACC and the Big 12 and the Pac-12 are going to fall behind as far as m- annual media rights money from TV and so on right mm-hmm. Um yeah, the Big 12's done as far as they're oh, not yeah. they're not going to be able to package a big boy mega media rights deal. They'd with, have
1: to get Texas and Oklahoma back for starters. Yeah,
2: well that's and that's never gonna happen. So Texas and Oklahoma are gone. They'll be in the SEC till you and I die. Unfortunately. Until my kids, you know, die. So so um and that's just the way it is mm-hmm. right now. So look, the SEC and the Big Ten are the big boys mm-hmm. and it's not close Kingfish, and it's not no. going to be close because the new media rights deals. They're about to uh, come into effect are, are, are just going to make all of the teams that much richer the ACC. Well, first of all, the big 12s money is not good. And now with Oklahoma and Texas leaving, they have no way but to bundle something. I the could ACC's, see the ACC
1: coming back, but you need two things to happen. And those two things are, Florida State and Miami to return as they were and that's not as far-fetched as you might think because there's one thing they are in the state of Florida and the recruit all they have to do is just recruit well they don't have to have top-notch but Florida I mean that state can support recruiting-wise All three of those big schools being in the top ten, because they were for years at one time.
2: Yeah, but it's too fractured, Kingfish. Here's why. Mm -hmm. It's too much of a transient state, okay? And uh, Miami and... But the talent's still there. No question. And they can win. But Miami and Florida State are never going to have... I mean, they've got some... Miami's got some donors now, okay, that are committing, including
1: two billionaires. And a lot of alumni and a football alumni.
2: Yeah, but football alumni don't have that... I mean. A lot of these guys don't have that much money. Um, yeah. Some of the new guys do, but not the guys who came out of the 80s when you and I were growing up with Sch- Schnellenberger and Jimmy Johnson. Uh, a few of them do, but not many. And uh, there wasn't any money in the game. There wasn't any money in uh, commercials and stuff. But um, the, the state's too fractured. So they, they it's like L.A., as you know, Kingfish. They can get... Um, <laughs> they They can find themselves... Distracted easily.
1: You mean like in New Orleans, like yeah, the Saints for you? <laughs>
2: yeah, it's easy, but L.A. and Miami, the, the the typical person in Miami doesn't give a damn about the U and their football
1: team. Well, it is also a, a private school too. It's so a private that, school, and that has a lot commu- to do well, with
2: it's it. It's a commuter school.
1: If you had, if it was more like LSU is, or yeah, the state school not in not a big be that. city, so. Half the population there has a base they can relate to each other. But
2: they don't even have the commitment that Mississippi State and Ole Miss has. And it's no. not close. No. I mean, it, when MSU and Ole Miss are winning, they pack it in. People love it. People buy condos. They go up there on mm-hmm. Thursday, State till Sunday. That's not going to happen in Coral Gables. So
1: What about Florida State? What about Tallahassee? No. No. Why is that? They're
2: never going to get back to where they were.
1: Really? No. Wow. They had a phenomenal coach
2: a not a coach that we don't even appreciate like we should oh I do who went out in the middle of you've driven that stretch out in the middle of nowhere Ugh. of high an absolute dump
1: and uh and Tallahassee's still not that awesome and he was willing to, people forget when he first came along Florida State you know Southern Miss you say we'll play anyone anytime anywhere yeah. well, that was Florida State for years they were an independent and they would go Anywhere and everywhere, and play. And Miami did it too.
2: Notre Dame, play he'd everybody. Go to South Bend, he'd go to Norman, Oklahoma. Back when Barry Switzer was there and the oh, Mules yeah. was there. You're exactly right. Before then, Bowden, even he'd go. Bowden did it before anybody. Before then, he was and just trying to get games. Guess who else did it?
1: Hmm. Miami. Yeah, that's what I just said. Miami yeah, my- and
2: Bowden and Jimmy Johnson slash. Well, I guess you could go Snellenberger slash Johnson slash Erickson. It's kind of
1: a. Right. Run right. uh, on.
2: There was only one coach, as you know, in Tallahassee. Uh, but they just looked at the landscape of college football at that time and said, okay, mm-hmm. we'll get on a plane and we'll go play you. But um, I think that ship has sailed at Florida State. Mm-hmm. And um, it's going to be a lot more difficult What's than it? you think it is in Miami. One I of the reasons
1: Jimbo left was because commitment, because they would not support the program.
2: I was there in 2001, uh-huh. I spent about four days there, and I wanted to go to the football game that weekend. Right. And uh, I asked a friend of mine. I figured, no way. Uh-huh. This, is, this is when they were rolling, Kingfish. Yeah. I said, is there any way I can get in Doak Walker this weekend? He went,
1: yeah. There's tickets everywhere. I went, what? What? And that, Are you l- serious? later,
2: once I got into sports that marketing. Was, that
1: wasn't that big a sp- stadium either. No.
2: Once I got into sports marketing and radio a couple of years later, right. I thought, there's there should have been, it should have been difficult to get a ticket to Kingfish. Mm -hmm.
1: And he said, no, it's not. So. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, because here, like, if you had LSU or Bama winning big like that, I mean, back then, of course, that's what's interesting, too, is.
2: The media. Before. The the smart TV. But what's
1: been interesting is watching before, yeah, you know where I'm going now. Sure. Before COVID, is how, if you look. You start seeing a lot more empty seats, even well, for, for big games.
2: Uh, let's just let's just call it. Even at LSU and, and Bama, yeah, there's not. There are a lot of people who don't care to sit in the upper deck, Kingfish. Not, not with eighty inch smart TVs now. No. Okay, when you and I were growing up, and we were going to games with our dad or uncle mm-hmm. or brother, uh, you didn't have anybody watch the games. Okay, the games were on the radio,
0: mm-hmm. and
2: uh, you would go and sit in the upper deck or whatever, or and and obviously you sit in the lower bowl too, but. Right. But but kingfish that's over. Uh, I mean if it's a big game, if it's if it's Bama at LSU, then the upper deck can hold, okay? Right. Dude, if if it's not it's not it's not going to happen. I'm not sitting 5 miles from the field to watch a game. I don't I've done that. I've been to LSU a million the upper, times.
1: The upper up there is not too bad. Yeah, U-wise, but I've so. sat up there. I'm not I used doing I tickets up and there. Know, really it's tell you it's what, not
2: I'm, bad. I'm damn sure not sitting up there in September when it's 110 degrees because I can be at my house with my bourbon
1: No, those Mississippi State 11 a.m. Jefferson Pilot kickoffs are brutal. <laughs> exactly.
2: So it, when it's 110 degrees on September 10th, yeah. I'm out. Now, if I've got a club level or a suite ticket, I'll consider. Yeah. But there I mean, we're still seeing slow, even in the mighty SEC.
1: hmm You're seeing it.
2: You're seeing Saban's a slow. About it. Yeah, and let me just tell you, it ain't, it's not coming back. These screens are too awesome. First of all, my son's age doesn't watch the games. Okay. Mm-hmm. They want the highlights. All right. That's not gonna change. So you think YouTube's changed it some. No question. Mm-hmm. I mean, this weekend I had seven. 16, 17-year-old boys over at my house with my son. And the SEC, and they were like, we're going to watch. They watched for 10 minutes. And then they caught the highlights of Bryce Young, you know, throwing it all over Kirby Smart. My point is this. Yeah. With the new media rights deal, which is only going to get better, Kingfish, through Disney for the SEC. And your LSU fans and Hale State and Ole Miss well, fans. And I the, hope these things get... are only going to get better and cooler. Yeah. And I'm pointing, you're listening to uh, your podcast, but. Screens are only going to get better, as you know. King I know. Bitch. So, so, here's the deal. I think people are going to pick the gung-hoers, okay? Mm-hmm. They're going to go to five games a year. People who have a condo in Baton Rouge, Oxford, I mean, They don't even have enough inventory in Startable right now. Uh, Oxford's been through that, whatever. Um, Baton Rouge is boom. But here's the point. Mm-hmm. As the screens and the meteorites and the streaming only gets better, why in the hell would I sit in the upper deck? I'm not. It's not happening. Okay. So, and I think
1: that, I like it. <laughs> I think that Mo- I like being able because to me, when you watch the game, you still see a whole lot. And I may be you see a whole lot more.
2: Nine hundred of them.
1: But you see a whole lot more on the field than just on the TV screen. Like if you have the ESPN three app, okay. they actually on now some. Now
2: you're going a different. I like where you're. All right.
1: Now you you you, hang on. You can
2: put me in a I'll even I'll sit in the upper deck in a club level
1: atmosphere where I can hang out with my buddies. But I'm not Hang on. I like sitting up there because like when you go to the ESPN app, like I was saying, you have some games they'll have the Skycam view. Sure. And there's no announcers, no nothing. But you were seeing everything yeah. take place you're seeing you don't see this on the kit on the tv screen you see the receivers out here running these routes you see them running the co- the coverages oh, you yeah. see the whole big yeah. picture and it's really fun but to watch from the
0: upper bowl
2: i'm in my 40s yeah i can't see everything now i'm and i'm not going to go up there and put binoculars to my i eye. have this
1: thing called eye doctors you know well <laughs>
2: sh- <laughs> look my, my, my point is even then i'm not going to be able to see what i want to see that i can see on an 80 inch i screen. get it I get it. So I my point is the decline. hmm This now the other conferences have been gutted. Yeah. Nobody goes to Pac twelve games, Kingfish, as you know. Nobody goes to ACC games outside of Clemson. Oregon does a pretty good job. Oh, there 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 are there's a there's yeah. an outlier here and there in everything as you and I know in I think, business. And if, Nobody's going to Cal Berkeley. No. No, no uh, look. Seattle doesn't care about the Washington Huskies. No. Um and and uh Arizona does the, the Wildcats don't care about fo- UCLA doesn't give a damn. No, about UCLA football. doesn't.
1: But USC, if that if they ever get if that program get rolling, going again,
2: they'll get eighty, and, they can get eighty percent of the Rose Bowl,
1: which uh-huh. is a great number. That's still 80,000 people. I, mean, I think. Yeah, that's and, a and lot. So of people. you're
2: right. If you can get seventy, 000, if Lincoln Riley can get it going, and you get seventy thousand people in the Rose mm-hmm. Bowl, you're you're thrilled. Yeah, absolutely.
1: And if you actually get. The really big rivals come into town, right. then you can actually Oregon. sell it out. You'll you know? sell it out, or the out of conference games come into town. Ohio and State. that's going to exactly. happen, or the Alabamas, whatever. Or LSU travels which will out have, there. Yeah, LSU traveled well out there for the UCLA, UCLA game. UCLA
2: game, right? So if, if LSU, well, right. you'll have every five years every alumni now, on
1: the West Coast will make a point to go for that one game. Absolutely.
2: It, it, if LSU plays Southern Cal in three years, yeah, I think they supposed to. That that's a big boy. That's an awesome game. Yeah. But those are few and far between, right? I totally, I totally understand. But and, and let me go a step further. It's time to eliminate the G fives. Um, season ticket holders. I have to buy tickets all the time in and start one Oxford for mm-hmm. people, for clients, and whatever. the 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 idea of going and watching UT Chattanooga or Troy or whoever that's
1: killing season. That's, that's over. killing it. So, know,
2: and we're going to move away from that. And you're going to see a different scheduling format, mm-hmm. in my opinion, of 12, I'm not sure how it'll be structured, conference to non-conference, right. but all Power 5 games.
1: I could see that. Of course, you get some pushback, because like in Louisiana right now, and it's some of that you see here in Mississippi, which is, look, we have these smaller state schools. If yeah. we're going to play these lesser schools, let's start playing some state well, schools. So
2: Mississippi State's done a great so yeah. Old Miss hasn't played Southern Miss since the eighties. Mm-hmm. Mississippi State has played Southern Miss, mm-hmm. Jackson State, Alcorn State. Mm-hmm. So they have made it they they have said, hey, if we're gonna stroke somebody a million dollar check, mm-hmm. like you said, let's keep it in state.
1: But here's one reason back to what we we're saying about why the attendance has gone down. It's not just the prices, but they have they're also changing the atmosphere in the stadiums, changing the fan policy.
2: Yeah, uh, I think the in-game experience though is better than it's ever been. I think they're trying to do everything they can to give you a super cool in-game experience, knowing how great the uh, on the stadium, the living room experience is
1: depends on the stadium you're talking about. Yeah, and that could be that could be the case. And don't uh, let and don't let Airmark handle your concessions. Um, that <laughs> food's terrible everywhere. Hell, the Titans ended that contract abro- just. Cut it off a few years ago, mid season or something like that. They just said, you know what, you're not doing a good job and everywhere they go, it's been nothing but complaints in the SEC. I mean, yeah, they've took over state, I think took over oh, the I'm ticket. Familiar. And it's I'm familiar. It's bad. Down there we went from having and if you're not familiar, Airmark is a um concession company, works a lot of stadiums, and they are known for getting the bet the lowest bid. Not the best bid, but the lo- what it you know, it's, and what uh, happens is you go from having these volunteers. It's like, awful food. Like ten Boy Scouts happy to be there working a a booth to all of a sudden two surly minimum wage employees and they run out of food by the middle of the first quarter or the second quarter, you know.
2: I can only tell you kind of what's the the setup is, you know, in the club levels and suites and and I guess. I forgot
1: you got the y'all lifestyle. I keep forgetting that.
2: Well, (laughs) the the, here's what the the food's terrible. But anyway, we'll move on from that. Yeah, so I look. I, you got to do what you got to do, mm-hmm. and then to to wrap this or to come full circle, mm-hmm. the media rights deal in the SEC is a uh, home run, a grand slam. Tell
1: the tell the listeners how much money it is.
2: So you're looking um, when this goes into effect in two years. You're through Disney. Um, they're dropping CBS and going straight with SEC slash uh, SEC Network slash ESPN. And ABC will get that coveted 230 game that we've all grown up watching that was on CBS for years. Okay, Mm -hmm. And what happened was the league – They're going to
1: give it the same production value because some of those ESPN productions aren't that great.
2: Well, ABC will give it because uh, it's it's in the contract. Um, The SEC is very aware.
1: But you know what I mean.
2: I know exactly what you mean. And I have had dinner with the CBS guys – Mm-hmm. That put on that game It's the same guys who put on the Masters And they are absolute pros Yeah. So Commissioner Sankey And his team Along with the presidents of the SEC I can promise you that in the contract mm-hmm. It is laid out what the production Value has to be X, Y, and Z. Because some
1: of the ESPN games, you know, you watch, and if you get like the ESPN2 game, for example, SEC oh, it Network It will be games. close to that. It,
2: it, it will be the focal point yeah. of Saturday within the Southeastern Conference. But to answer your question, this thing's going to get to where it's, you know, $90 and $100 million a year per team, media rights-wise. Wow. Yeah. That's
1: going to include Eventually. every team in the SEC. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Old Miss and State ought to be salivating at that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, yeah, they've already become richer, right? Uh, yeah. Last year was what fifty-something million a piece. So, um, I, I, I mean,
1: kingfish. I'm guessing Why here, but Georgia I'm thinking Tech? it'll be. Why isn't Georgia Tech trying to get every back in?
2: Bit of 50, well, it's over. You you can't you can't get back in. You you you've already got a school in the state, and and yeah. so you can't split the. The only reason they added Oklahoma and Texas is because very smart people ran the numbers yeah. and said you can bundle your media rights deal. Mm-hmm and get more money people are not going to
1: expand unless they know that the cut goes up you still need some lesser programs you don't want to get to a situation where you're basically beating each other up during the whole season you see what i mean like well saban wants to go to nine or ten sec games no (laughs) no why well i think that i mean you know and some schools have got like say georgia this whole permanent opponent crap needs to go Oh, it is. They're, gonna do they're going to do away with division. Thank goodness. Screw Alabama.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. You LSU and MSU. Hey, we're and stuck and with Ole Florida.
1: Ole Miss ought to be happy. They're stuck with Vanderbilt. Well, yeah. Ole Miss is, love is
2: living right because Vanderbilt Who is, is by, by Kentucky.
1: Yeah, they ought to stay
2: yeah. with it. Yeah, uh, but I don't know if they'll do that. But here's the point: they're going to do away with. Let's just with say the that the those divisions. will be
1: two votes to keep it. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, three votes when you count Bama. Yeah. Well, Ole Miss has been living right, uh, pulling Vandy for as long as they have. Has been gold because they're by far and away the worst team program in the Southeastern Conference. But, but back to where where we were mm-hmm. going, they're going to do away with the divisions, Kingfish.
1: Uh, I've always thought they need to. Cause, yes, cause you, you'll get like a couple of Look really at how bad. Good the teams. SEC little, East was this. Well, year. you get a couple of really good teams in one division, two or three good teams, and then in the other division,
2: but Bama and LSU have dominated. Like for you get a while. like an
1: Arkansas with like three or four losses overall, maybe two SEC losses, but they're not in the same class. Because, you know, and if we'd have had that, say, back in 11, then you would have probably had LSU and Alabama fighting each other in the championship game, you know, taking care of that. And then you wouldn't have had the rematch. You just settled it once and for all, and then the winner goes on to the BCS. Right. See what I mean?
2: But we're also going to get an extended playoff. So even if the SEC beats up on each other, Mm -hmm. um, you'll be able to get in. For example, this year, uh, Ole Miss would have gotten in if this was three years from now, mm-hmm. uh, Ole Miss would be in the playoff.
1: Yeah, true. What do you think of the playoff? Ex- um, explain the playoff how it's going to work because a lot of listeners probably don't know.
2: All right, so so we're we're looking at going uh, obviously going from four mm-hmm. to twelve,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and they're they're debating. Um, What they want to do is they want to get all the conference championships in. They want to somehow figure out a way to get the G5. The G5 doesn't need to be in it. The G5 needs to create their own playoff, which would be cool, probably about an 18 playoff, and and do their thing. But nobody in collegiate athletics will either call that shot or make it happen because we don't have a college football commissioner. We don't want to
1: be elitist.
2: Right, it, it, that's exactly right. And
1: yes, I'm being sarcastic.
2: Cincinnati uh, has no business in the playoff. You know that, and I know that.
1: Well, um, it was a few years ago where Central what was it, UCF went and played the Tigers down in over what was it, Fiesta Bowl. All but one or two of LSU starters, defensive starters, were out for the game for various reasons, but they were playing strictly. The whole defense was backups. Beat the stew out of them beat the still just and, and Bama, their, their second team was better than the first team over here
2: Bama will will smoke Cincinnati
1: if they don't blitz Bama's had problems with the blitzes this year which Kirby didn't really do much of Saturday uh,
2: yeah and if it, that's fine if they try to do that Bama yeah. is going to run them out of they stadium. should yeah
1: I've seen a lot happen in college football over the years but what changes do you think they ought to make right now in college football? Go to
2: the pro – all right, great question. You're you're, uh, you're, four-
1: you're you're the dictator of the NCAA. You're Walter Byers reincarnated, okay? So what would you do? All right, first of all, I'd run the clock like they do in the NFL.
2: Do you notice when we go down to the Saints games, it's over in three hours? It's a beautiful yeah. thing. If you go to a noon kickoff, you go and get yourself a Tito's Vodka Bloody Mary in the warehouse You're out district, by three. And you are out by Maybe three, three, three o'clock. Maybe three o'clock, these games are going 3.45, three hours and 50 minutes. Because of TV. It's ridiculous. Well, it's because of the clock,
1: too, Kingfish. I mean, I'd the say NFL is still t- doing the I'd TV. I'd say it has because of TV because how many times we've got to stop for these stupid-ass commercials?
2: Run the clock like the NFL. Mm-hmm. And, and What's the difference? Well, all right. So, the, the, if you notice, like the NFL, uh, uh, if you run out of bounds, the clock, as soon as you come back, reset, the clock runs. In college football, it just stops. Right. Yeah. Until until the— I
1: kind of like the first down stop, though, especially the last two minutes. I just always like that.
2: Okay, uh, i okay I think it's
1: a nice feature of the college but game. But if
2: we take the NFL clock and go with that, we need to get the games to 3 to 3.15. Right. Because if you think that my uh, teenagers right now are disinterested, mm-hmm. you're not going to hold— you can't even hold them for five minutes. You think you're going to hold them in the future for three I think baseball is having the same problem. Well, there's nothing they can do. Baseball is what it is. Right. Okay. so But as far as football, if you run the NFL clock, they can run it at about three hours, 310. Mm-hmm. That is beautiful.
1: Yeah.
2: That's beautiful. Oh, and ha- I'm sorry. You asked me. All right. Let me give you some what other changes. Uh, halftime is ridiculous. Cut it down to 10 minutes. All right. There is no reason why in the hell at the high school, college, or NFL level that we need 20 minutes at halftime. That's the most ridiculous thing in the world. You, again, it goes back to you want people to go. Mm-hmm. Cut that ten minutes is a lot is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Okay, now if you go NFL clock, Kingfish, you go ten minute halves. That's plenty of time for the for the guys I'd to cut get it. I'd cut watered, it to 15 10, 10, no, ready. but fifteen. You know, and and, and, and nope, people get bored as hell during right. halftime. Okay, I think fifteen. I'm at these I, SEC games. I
1: think fifteen, you're probably okay because it takes you five minutes just to get to the well. That's on all. That. I understand, but I think 15 would do what you want to do and still but people move People would it adapt. Along. People would adapt.
2: Coaches, okay. Players would get their ass in the locker room, you know, hang out for, I guess, like you're saying, takes two minutes to get there, seven minutes kind of in the yeah, locker room. Yeah, but then
1: we couldn't see the hot, you know, reporter on the sidelines interviewing the coach for a minute, you know? Yeah,
2: but nobody cares about that. So, uh, and nobody wants wants to watch the band anymore. So, the, the bottom line is um, we need to go 10-minute halves. Mm-hmm. We need to go NFL clock. And uh, I think that's that would that would take us really really close to three hours, mm-hmm. if not. A lot of times it would take us. to... Man, when these things bleed to three and a half, I'm seeing I'm and seeing too many
1: games this year where I started watching say at 6 o'clock, and then when I'm, the game's over finally, I'm looking at ten o'clock. I know ten thirty. You know, and of course I'll listen to the darn. I'll watch. On, now I can watch it on YouTube. Now, but like the post game shows, you know, for your whatever team. And here we are, midnight. <laughs> Ad-
2: adopt the NFL clock.
1: Yeah. Cut the halftime. Yeah, but the TV timeouts, I think they,
2: they'll still have plenty of just like the NFL. But if you talk they'll, to they'll the
1: regular have- fan, what they're going to bitch about is not the halftime, but the TV timeout stopping it because it was, it seems- see, I
2: have a lot of friends who bitch about ha- yeah.
1: hanging around for 20 minutes is nonsense. Right. It's what
2: other changes would you make? Um, I'm I'm trying to to get the game, you know, shorten the game. Mm-hmm. So so those those are my two. Mm-hmm. Those are my two, um, big ones because people are going to continue to throw the ball, yeah, more and more. Kingfish, you when you and I were growing up, everybody handed the ball off and the clock ran, all right, and we didn't have as much TV games, right. And so you could go to a game at Veterans Memorial Stadium with LSU and MSU or Ole Miss and Georgia
1: mm-hmm. at 1983. Mm-hmm. You're in and out. Yeah.
2: Okay. Well, now, like you said, you got to get the Doritos, and I'm great with that. I want everybody to make money. You got to get the Doritos commercial and the tire commercial and and the and the car insurance commercial in. But it's
1: interrupting the flow of a game a lot too.
2: Yeah, and so you can still do the commercials, yeah. but let's go NFL clock and run that bad boy,
1: mm-hmm. and let's go ten minute halftime. Okay, but you've, what other changes would you still... Is there any others, or would that be uh, it? That's it. What's been interesting is watching this whole NIL thing. Yeah. We're playing that to the listeners. All right, and name, image, likeness. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, uh, college kids were not able to do a restaurant endorsement. Right. Or a bottle of water endorsement. Um, or, or a cheeseburger endorsement or whatever. And now they're allowed to do so. Um, we, we haven't even scratched the surface. No. Look at what Texas did this week. Um, they're creating a fund. Uh, they're going to pump eight hundred grand in it. They're going to pay all of their offensive linemen $50,000 apiece.
1: Because you, you don't want one guy or one or two stars on the team. They get all the money. And, it's, and you need cohesion, you know, esprit de corps to make a team work. It's got to be a team. All right. You see where I'm going with this? I do,
2: but I... Uh, all right. You're still... Even with that, you're still going to have the stars on the team. Sure. You're going to have more opportunities sure. to monetize I'm talking about
1: their... These guys being left out all together. all together. Okay.
2: I'm with you. But... Um, yes. So, So, the name, image, likeness, kingfish, we haven't even scratched the surface. And what's going to happen is these booster packs... <laughs> you, you're into politics. These, they're, they're The boosters, donors, slush
1: funds, let's just call them what they are. Slush, slush funds.
2: funds, packs, they're going to create them mm-hmm. and it's going to be legal. And if they decide they want to pay Kingfish, who is the uh, left guard, mm-hmm. but I don't mean to be mean. Nobody really gives a damn and focuses on the left guard in the game.
1: Until the quarterback gets sacked. True.
2: But the <laughs> left guard is going to get uh 30, 40, $50,000 a year. So there you go. Yeah. Now, Look, look what happened this year. A lot of people got screwed. Um, people did the big deals with De'Eric King, quarterback at Miami. Mm-hmm. Gone, out, early. Mm-hmm. Spencer Rattler, Rattler at Oklahoma. Keynes uh, gave him a bunch of money. Uh, he got benched. So I think what happened was too many – and we said this. We've had an opportunity, and we will get into the NIL game. Um, but too many people ran in early – Mm-hmm. and signed deals that made no sense. And so Spencer Rattler got benched, but Canes. Now, I don't know the, how the contract was structured, Kingfish. Right. But I think the way it was structured was you get paid. I think what you'll find going forward is more of a pro-structured contract mm-hmm. in that I go to Kingfish, and I go, Kingfish, you're the starting quarterback for LSU.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And um, I want to pay you hundred grand. I own Canes, chicken strips, and they're phenomenal. Blah, blah, blah. We all know about them. And uh, but, Kingfish, if you get benched or you tear your ACL, here are the provisions. You know, there is going to be
1: a minimum exactly with enhancements. Kingfish,
2: you'll get twenty-five grand, but we're not giving you the whole thing.
1: Yeah, it's just like NFL. After Jamarcus Russell, you are not going to see rookies getting those kinds of contracts exactly. ever again. And actually, the word on the street is, you know, LSU lost Ricks this year, and if you don't know who that is, listeners, that he was going to be their all-star cornerback this year, along with Stingley, and they both left the team. Some say opted out. Some say, oh, they needed surgery, whatever. But all of a sudden, he puts in for the transport portal, and the word is Ohio State was offering him a lot of NIL money. Sure. Now, they're all supposedly, they're backing off of that because they realize, wait a second, he might be a cancer after all. We don't want to fool with this guy. Maybe. Well, that's what one- I'm talking And you're going to see see some of that, too.
2: Sure. But it's all about, when Canes agrees to give Spencer Rattler a lot of money. Yeah. Kingfish. I think that they're going to structure it to where you have to play. Yeah. If you don't play. Now.
1: Then it is. Now. You just open up another can of worms. Okay. All right.
2: So I'm okay with name. I I like it. Um, There will be just like when any, you know this, whenever anything's taken to market.
1: I'm I'm Mr. I'm Mr. Creekmore, okay? Okay. I own C Spire. All right. And I'm doing that say for a particular quarterback at Ole Miss. All right. He is a star recruit coming out the five star guy, all that. But you know what? Maybe his work ethic ain't that great. Maybe he's just, you know, been has some issues in camp. He's a head case, whatever. So all of a sudden I got this other guy here. He's performing a lot better in camp. And when I put him in a game, he's doing a lot better. He really needs to be the starter. Now, the problem is I'm Creekmore, for example, and I've put a lot of money, say six figures into this guy. And I'm also a big booster to the program. See where I'm going with this? All of a sudden I'm telling that coach who doesn't have the star power to tell me to get lost, say, we got this much money in him. You need to be playing him. Do you see what I mean?
2: I do. I I think if that happens, and you King know it will, you know it will. Maybe every now and then. But I mean, for the most part, boosters are, with
1: money too often, unfortunately, have what else? Egos.
2: Well, yeah, but 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 they they don't. The over ninety nine point nine nine percent can't call a coach and tell because their play.
1: guy can't return their investment.
2: Well, that's tough shit. If on, he's on the bench, I'm not just saying that to that. I'm talking about if it was, you know, James tires. Um, do you see what I mean? I, you know what? There's risk in everything.
1: I understand.
2: I don't believe that donors are going to pick up the phone and call Kiffin or Leach or Brian Kelly and tell them who to play a quarterback. And if they do, I think they're going to hear a
1: click. I don't think those, but I think you'll see it say lesser coaches or smaller other programs. I don't know. Maybe. It's something nobody's really considered or thought about.
2: I think the deal is if you get, if you get benched or mm-hmm. you get hurt – Companies are going to make sure that the contract is structured mm-hmm. to protect themselves.
1: What, what? Um, so if
2: Doritos wants to pay you, mm-hmm. Kingfish, you got to play. And if all of a sudden you miss eight games, then the, the contract will be adjusted. What guidelines?
1: To you. Do you think there should be any guidelines on this, or rules, or what do you think? What should the policies uh, just like be on this? Name image
2: likeness in general.
1: Yeah, for for college athletes. Uh, do you think it should be just anything goes, or what What do you think? Uh, I mean, this is a whole new territory. We're having to figure this out for the first time. Yeah,
2: I mean, look, the free market will figure it out. There's going to be bumps. There's going to be turbulence. I think I, I, we get listeners, Kingfish, that, that go with these apocalypse scenarios. <laughs> and um, for the most part, deals are going to get done. They're going to work. They're not going to work, but it's not going to be a big – I mean, Canes is probably ticked. They did the Spencer Rattler-Oklahoma QB deal. But they'll know better going hey, forward. they're out of
1: Baton Rouge. They should have, you know, should have gone home with the
2: homeboy. I'm sorry, but,
1: <laughs> but oh well. But to answer your question also,
2: and, and I think this is what surprises people, mm-hmm. college athletes can't move that much product, Kingfish. Very few. I mean, I hate to tell – we love our – you love your LSU players. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a Mississippi State alum. Mm-hmm. Love Hell State players. Somebody loves their old Miss players. Kingfish, there's only so many Ram trucks, cheeseburgers. Agreed. Tires, and so on that they can push. But
1: this goes back into where social media comes in play. Like, one of the top ones has been who? An LSU gymnast. Sure. Why? She, let's be honest, she's good looking. Yeah. Very good looking. And, and very accomplished. And very accomplished. And she has how many flower? Blah. Followers on Instagram and TikTok, and TikTok, whatever you want to call it. That's dry. Uh, do you get into the NBA, like in the NBA, Those where will be few and far between. A lot of this is being driven by people who are trying to pump up their followers, right. and then suck on the field. But but that is, problem, that is a problem. That is a problem in the NBA, right?
2: Yeah. It is, but but here's the deal. Mm-hmm. If an LSU, I'm just throwing this out. If an LSU gymnast has 1.5 million followers, yeah, that is a fractured. Follow. In other words, they're all over Kingfish. So you either have to be national, like Nabisco,
1: right, or Doritos, or Pepsi. But she's probably already getting money off of okay, Instagram endorsements. My point is this: yeah. If I'm a Baton Rouge company, yeah. how much is she really moving the needle? And I think, well, but let's okay. I understand what you're saying. You're looking at this from a business side. How much product can she move? What can they do for I'm me? Because I'm in the business but, of moving product. Right, you are. But say if I'm the Texas oil guy. Who wants to help the program? That's
2: different. Right, you there, see what I mean? There, you're, you're go, we're going down two different paths. Okay. Here. So if I'm just a booster and I have five hundred million dollars and right. I love my LSU Tigers or Texas Longhorns, Let's say Texas. It doesn't give a. Da- I don't give a damn. Yeah. If somebody comes to me and says, "We're doing this eight hundred thousand dollar pact. Mm-hmm. Will you give eighty grand?" Right. I do it because I love Texas. Yeah. I'm not worried about the ROI. I want to have a good offensive line, like collectively. Right. Like Mississippi State just raised $300,000 for their baseball team because they Mm -hmm. want – so everybody's going to get a split, Kingfish, so that whether you're the left fielder and hitting 211 or you're the right fielder and hitting 340. Like I said,
1: you don't want the resentment.
2: Right. And there's going to be some of that, but there's resentment anyway. Sure. You know what? We have a big book of business in our company. Mm-hmm. I'm, there could be some resentment oh well uh there are attorneys that there's the big boys in the law firm there's the top 10 sure who build their ass off and make a lot of money sure and there's a the guy that's 47th in the in the um in the law no, firm. I, I
1: totally get that but in that that, no, left, that's just the that way left tackle of the who because of the nature of the position who is not going to have his face plastered all over the highlights because he is the left tackle and not the running back oh well that's the guy you actually need
2: i no doubt but I think you'll see group positions like that that we mm-hmm. don't pay attention to mm-hmm. do stuff together with
1: their quarterback,
2: right? Like Will Rogers did, and correct. The- so that'll be fun. Like, oh wow, I got a stake. I mean, these are not going to be all these deals aren't going to be made. It's going to be the packs, mm-hmm. Kingfish. It's not going to be companies coming in and pumping in a ton of money because they're going to realize like Keynes did with Spencer Rattler. The value's not there on the street.
1: Here's where I see it helping the game. Okay. Is, yeah, you'll still lose your first, second-round guy. I mean, your star player who is going to be a first or second-round pick to the NFL. He's going pro. Yeah. Jamar Chase, you know, Bryce Young next year when he's a junior. Matt Corral. And I agree with the rule they can't go pro till they're juniors. I mean, there's too many bodily changes, size, and you're trying to keep the kids from getting hurt. Yeah. And, yes, you'd, as you well know, I mean, you go through a lot of physical changes between 18 and 19, 19 and 20. Sure. Having said that, I think what you're going to see is where before is you'd have those guys who were maybe a fourth, fifth, or sixth-round pick, seventh-round pick, and they really needed to stay put for another year, improve their draft stock, get better at their technique, et cetera. Well, you know, they're coming from the streets, they're coming from – you know, rural, rural circumstances, the city, rural, rural the ghetto, whatever you want to call it. And their families, I mean, they're dead broke. They, they don't even have a car. They need cars, you know, what, before they have what, boosters just slipping money on the side, that sort of thing. Right. Now you got a way for the, these guys. You say you are that lineman who really needs to stick around for another year. You're well, are the receiver. Pack that can, actually, can hang on, to me, that actually gives them an incentive to actually stay in school for another year. Maybe. Do you see what I mean? Maybe. Like, dude, you're going, like Saban tells you, you're going to be a fifth or sixth rounder next year. You need to stay this year. You're going to, you need to stick around another year. Coach, my mama needs this. My, blah, blah, blah. Well, now, okay, you're going to be getting this much money, okay? Sure. Hey, that keeps the lights on. Keeps a car for the you or the family. I mean, it actually gives you some pocket change. I
2: love that idea. Do you see what
1: I mean? I yeah. think it's actually going to help. I think it could stabilize it a little bit. Maybe
2: I know where you're going. And basically, if you have a pack of a million bucks, um, or a slush fund like you mentioned, uh, but it's legal. And I mean, can, a guy who go, is a
1: star in the community, well, but I, he's not in I, an NFL sure, caliber. Yet. I can
2: go to Bo Bounds and say, mm-hmm. "Hey, man, you're going to be a six round pick." Mm-hmm. And um. We want you to stay and get better and try to be a third-round pick. Mm-hmm. And out of our – But you're going to get more money. Out of our pack, mm-hmm. we're going to give you 50 grand. Yeah. so that you're good. That's 4000 and change a month over the next year. And however you want to do you – know, if you want to yeah. send some home, great. Um, but I'll say this, Kingfish, and this is what I picked up talking – I talk to agents all the time. Mm-hmm. And I talk to players and, and so on. Here, here's, the, here's the deal. Now the minimum in the NFL. Is six hundred fifty grand, right? So if you are drafted in the sixth round, who gives a shit? I mean, I'll take six hundred fifty thousand dollars because. And by the way, by the way, you make a roster, mm-hmm. you get six fifty, mm-hmm. and you hang in there for another year, and you get seven fifty. Then you get you know, and uh, you know there is always that chance that I'm lining up for Texas mm-hmm. on a sweep. Speed sweep. Mm-hmm. And my, my knee gets... I know. ...clobbered, okay? So... Hopefully you've gotten insurance.
1: You've gone and bought insurance. Hopefully.
2: But not at the... Arch Manning will buy insurance. I get it. And, and and Jamar Chase will buy insurance. I get it. Kingfish, but I don't know if the left guard that's a six-round value it. pick is going to buy insurance. So mm-hmm. so here's what I look at as... And Kingfish and I are in my studio and we're watching the NFL right now. You are. I'm just looking. as As, as, <laughs> as, as that money grows... Yeah. The rookie minimum, uh-huh. $650,000, if I've got a chance to make a team, or if I feel like i got a good chance, right. okay,
1: I'm gone. Let me play the devil's advocate sure. on that one, though. And I listened to T-Bob and Moscona yeah. one night discuss I've, that. I've had Moscona several several. Several This is a good topic to bring up with him. About what to do. They, they're looking at players talking about going pro early and stuff. And I think at the time they were talking about the, some of the linemen. Is, yes, but the amount of money you can make between one round between rounds, yeah, the jump. Yeah. Yes, you can make that six fifty. But dang, if you just wait that year and you jump up to the first or second round, the amount more, you will make so much more money doing this. It's actually but worth you know,
2: it. But nothing is all right. I agree with you. You see what I mean? If I'm projected sixth uh-huh. and I'm making it to the fourth, right. But when I'm that's,
1: that's a pretty big
2: it is. But when I'm twenty two and I believe I can make the roster. Yeah, I know. I'm
1: going. They they said that too. I'm going. And I agree with them. But and there and they had Rohan and some others jump chime in and say sure. that. Say, look, you you need Yeah, but that's easy for me to say. Yeah, I mean if you're that first or second round guy, by all means go. But if you're looking at this, can I tell you it, something? Uh-huh.
2: I think fans and alums overthink this. Mm. I think ninety percent of the
0: That's
1: why I'm I'm taking former
2: players seriously yeah. on this. Okay. That's fine. Rohan Davy can say what he wants now. that he's, he's earned it <laughs> now that he's employed by LSU. Well, but if T-Bob. he was twenty-two and T-Bob couldn't make an NFL roster, I like T-Bob.
1: He's small. Okay, he's small,
2: but but uh, and big uh, he's hair. Doing a great job, big hair, but small guy. But you know what we're talking about here. Yeah, I know. If I can make it mm-hmm. and I'm ready and I'm tired of getting my ass beat in mm-hmm. a, a prac in a college football practice, and I've already played for three years.
1: All right. I'm gone. I'm going to beat this up one more time, and we'll move on to something else. All okay. Right. Who was the Ole Miss quarterback who went pro and could have stayed another year a few years ago? Jevin
2: Sneed? Sneed. Who eventually passed away. eventually God, passed away. I know, I know the
1: story. I know the story. But if you remember, why did he go pro? His dad was unemployed, right. et cetera. Now, that's I the guy. I met his dad in the Grove. That's the guy who needed to stay another year. Yeah, there's, and he, this is that a, this is where that would help that guy and his family. You I, see where I I'm agree, going with this?
2: I, I agree that uh, maybe if we were where we are today, that if that you're Jevin, a
1: marginal player who's got star power locally, you're marginal. Then,
2: then the 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 pack could pay Jevin Sneed eighty grand, exactly, and he may stay.
1: Yeah, okay, and he enough. would have made a serious contribution to that team the next no year. No
2: question, but. Uh, Look, the bottom line is we overthink the, the bottom line is
1: that's what so, that's what sports talk guys are
2: supposed some, to do some kids you're supposed
1: to overthink it don't
2: you know that yeah some kids <laughs> most kids are gonna go
0: you've been listening to the jambalaya with the kingfish tune in next week for a new episode this podcast is sponsored by guns and gear don't be that guy who shows up to the deer camp with a jammed up gun because it hasn't been cleaned guns and gear in gluckstadt has a full service gunsmith on site who can clean repair or refurbish any gun guns and gear offers barrel threading custom gun builds and cerakote from single color to custom patterns that will transform your gun to look like it came right out of a movie give your gun new light guns and gear located on the corner of yandale road and highway 51 in gluckstadt follow them on facebook for daily deals